Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Second to last Fireside Friday of the year. Make you sad? Second to no, last No, third one? to last. No. Why we're, not gonna, we're not going to do, do it before one? the Pro Bowl? Maybe we'll light it yeah. before the Pro Bowl. At I'm, least we'll light a fire. Nope, nope. I'm a Scrooge. We're not going to light the fire. Scrooge. You'll have to tune in next week to find out if I change my mind or not. But it makes me sad when we've taken a bite out of the sandwich that is the football season and we have our last two bites in front of us. Uh, two more Sundays. Name the worst feeling two when you're Sundays full looking of forward to a meal for so long and you have... You get that meal and it's just the best thing that ever happened, but then it ends eventually. We were kind of talking about beginning of our first episode... You're one mile into a full marathon, right? Well, now we're <clears throat> on mile 26. But no, 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 because this is a happy thing. Because you don't want to run that marathon. It's this Goliath standing in front of you, but you have a, a nice foot-long sandwich. I'm never going to be able to finish this. I'm going to be eating this for days. And you bite, 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 and then you can see the other side. Ugh. It's horrible. It's horrible. You know, we're going to have to watch things like college basketball now and hockey, and they're good, but Picking to make the tournament nothing's this year? as great. Don't I know, talk to me about I that. I know Indiana is. Nothing's as great as as the NFL when it comes to my sports watching habits. And as always, when the games get lesser, they become weightier. And I think we've got the four best teams remaining in the I agree. field right now. I think that Buffalo – was crowned kind of early as that Super Bowl favorite and by top us. four team, but even by us, you saw you know holes in their game as the For season sure. went on and Allen's turnover problems and I think an injury that Allen was suffering throughout the season helped to derail that team and also um, you know I, I look around the league or their final four and maybe the Chiefs are similar. But the Bills just don't have enough playmakers on the offensive side of the ball. It's an Allen and a Diggs offense. And that's and about that's it. That's about it. And you can throw the ball to Dawson Knox all you want, trying to hand it off to Devin Singletary all you someone want. Someone has to emerge as a number two, and right. no one is. But And I was going to say, like, that's why they're not there, because look at the teams in the Final Four. They all have multiple weapons, but the Chiefs really don't. The Chiefs are kind of in that same boat, too, where it's Mahomes and Kelsey and yeah, other players step up more than in Buffalo, like the Pachecos have been really good this year, and 
you'll have a good Juju game and you'll have a good Valtes Scandling game from time to time. But it's a really heavily reliant on 15 and 87 offense. And that's why they might be, including Mahomes' ankle injury, the most vulnerable of the final four teams remaining. Because if he goes down, not just that, like him limited and only really having Kelsey as a legit, legit threat. Yeah. It's going to get interesting against the Cincinnati defense that has been underrated for two years now. I mean, remember, they started off the season 0-2, and ever since, I think they've gone 14-2. and Pshew. That's, that's impressive stuff. Pshew. And that's not that, – that's what you want to see for a team he heading into this time of the year is playing football right. like Th that. Right, that's what Roll I'm trying to say is that – A snowball downhill. You could get away – with no Mahomes against for a period of time against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Cincinnati Bengals are a different kind of team. Just comparing them, the Bengals and the Jaguars. But then you got to incorporate the history between the Chiefs and the Bengals. The Bengals have the Chiefs number. Even though this game is in Kansas City, even though Kansas City is probably favored at this time of recording this episode, they're they the are. favorite. It keeps going back and forth and back and forth, but right now it's back to Kansas City at 1-1. Giving one point. I don't know. There's a person out there who looks at Kansas City as being the true favorite to win this game, and Cincinnati is the true underdog. It makes sense that the Chiefs are favored, though, because they are at home, and it's Mahomes, and he's very, very rarely the underdog. It's just funny to watch this line all week as it opens up as, I think, Chiefs minus one and a half, Chiefs minus two. Then it moves all the way to Bengals minus two at one point is where I saw it. And now I think after seeing some footage of Patrick Mahomes the past couple of days of practice, it's moved back to Chiefs minus one. Uh, listen, he's a full participant in practice on Wednesday and Thursday. That's great. It's completely different when you step between those white lines and it's Hubbard and Hendrickson coming at you. Right. And you're not wearing a mustard-colored jersey that everybody in Kansas City knows that they can't touch or else they would get cut from the roster. Right. So. Yeah, I get that he can walk on it, run on it, and is able to play with the injury, but I don't put much stock into what we're seeing out of the practice other than just the fact that he is capable of moving on it. That That is a good thing for sure. Yes. But how effective is his movement, throwing on the run, throwing off that back foot? I mean, these are all things that are staples to Patrick Mahomes' game, and there's just no way they're going to be at 100% by Sunday. No, and something that we've brought up, a couple of times before is this is an injury that's not just going to go away. This is an injury that gets worse as time goes on. Linger. Linger. That can get <clears throat> more easily aggravated if you play, if you try to play through it. Oh, and that's another point. Like, you can pretend that this doesn't exist in football all you want, but Hendrickson's going to be snipping that ankle when he goes on him. Uh, Hubbard's going to be laying some extra weight down on the ankle when he's... Oh, yeah, you're not looking game. at, like, a Saints uh, bounty gate, but no, there's going to be meetings in Cincinnati that say, just, just get him. Take a little extra yeah, time right. getting up if you get him on the ground in this game. But on the other side of things, don't you think the refs are going to be on high alert for stuff like that, too? Probably. The, the Chiefs especially and Mahomes especially. Like When Mahomes got his ankle kind of rolled up on in Jacksonville... It looked like the ref was personally responsible for it. Like, he felt somebody's like, oh, my God, no, you got hurt. No, I can't have you get hurt. Oh, flag, three flags. Uh, there wasn't a flag on the play, but you know what I mean. Like, they are clearly ordered by the NFL to protect these guys at all costs, and that becomes even more so the case when it's a Burrow or Mahomes that they're trying to protect. These are 
These are the league's faces for the next two decades. So I, I could see uh, prediction time. Okay. I bet we see one very questionable roughing the passer call against Cincinnati sure. in this game. Similar to the roughing the passer call when it was the Chiefs on the on the uh, opposite end. Remember when it was that AFC Championship game? Chris Jones that I they lost. Was, I believe it? he just tapped Brady slapped on Brady on the shoulder, it and that was that. To, and that really goes to show you that it just it's not just you can't hit the quarterback high you can't hit the wrong quarterback high because sure. remember in the Jags game against the Chiefs Trevor Lawrence got literally clotheslined I mean right. it looked like Hulk Hogan bouncing off of the ropes and giving a clothesline to a fellow wrestler and no call because it's Trevor Lawrence and he's still you know earning his stripes right. as far as the NFL is concerned but if that was Mahomes oh buddy I guarantee you that's 15 yards for hitting the quarterback yes. too high so it's very selective the good news for the Bengals, though, is they got a guy on their side that I think is going to get the benefit of the doubt in those calls, too. So I do expect the Bengals to get a roughing the passer call that's very questionable because they'll be hypersensitive towards Mahomes. But you could return serve, too, because Burrow's a guy that has that respect around the league as well now. Like, he's going to get those Absolutely. questionable calls, too. I think he earned that last year when he got to the Super Bowl. Yeah, so maybe that evens it out, but... The mobility limitations of Patrick Mahomes is what I'd be so worried about if I was Kansas City. He is very good in the pocket. Don't get this twisted and make it seem like I'm out here saying, well, now that he's stuck in the pocket for the majority of the time, he's he's nothing. He's still one of the top two quarterbacks in the NFL in every statistical category when it comes from throws made from within the pocket. But he is so great at extending plays and kind of the scramble drill. And when you play receiver... When you play tight end with him for as long as the Kelsey has, you know how to scramble with him. And right. they get so many of their plays off of broken plays, off of extended plays, because Mahomes is able to get outside of the pocket, make a guy miss, and buy himself three extra seconds. And Kelsey has the wherewithal to say, I was supposed to run a post, but Mahomes is running for his life. I'm going to stop this post, come back towards the quarterback, maybe run back and forth a couple times from sideline to sideline and find myself an area of the field to get open. They're, they're so good at improv, and it's not going to be as good with Mahomes limited ankle-wise because so much of the plays that when you're playing the Chiefs or you bet against the Chiefs or you're rooting against the Chiefs that make you throw your hands up in the air and go, oh, how do they do Or this? like third and 15 when you get pressure on him, but he somehow escapes and rolls to his right and then finds an open Valdez-Scantling 30 yards down the field. Those are the killers when you're playing the Chiefs. Right. Does he have enough speed to get away from Hendrickson in this game and extend plays like that? It's going to remain to be seen on Sunday. Yeah, I think everyone, you know, you talk about matchups, offense versus defense, position by position, game versus game. The matchup everyone's going to be looking for is the Bengals pass rush versus Mahomes, and specifically Mahomes' lower half of his body. I have more faith, too, in the Bengals defensively finding ways to stymie and injured Mahomes in the Chiefs' offense than I do the Chiefs defensively and finding stopping ways Burrow. to stymie Burrow Absolutely. in the Bengals' offense. So if we're the Chiefs, I think you got to score points in this game. I don't I, think you can rely on, well, our offense is hindered and their defense is playing us really well. Chris Jones and our defense has to answer that and get into a defensive struggle. I, I don't necessarily think you know it's going to be a track meet and Burrow's going to go in there and put up 40. 
but he'll get into the high 20s. And if the Chiefs aren't game enough to put some touchdowns on the board, I just don't see their defense being good enough to stop that Bengals offense and Burrow. Right. I, I think, if anything, Chris Jones, we just talked about, nominated for Defensive Player of the Year. Do you worry about the pass rush at all? Like, not with the Chiefs, right? No, but that's what I'm saying. The point I was trying to make is Chris Jones will have to win single-handedly that award in that game, I think, if they want a chance at stopping Burrow. He's going to have to be an absolute force for them up front, and that's that's where I see the bigger mismatch, to be honest with you. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that Mahomes is hurt. But the Bengals' offense versus the Chiefs' defense, I think, is the biggest mismatch in this and game. Your head, Bengals' I defense mean, has played elite quarterbacks very well all year long. Inevitably, right? The Bengals will allow Joe Burrow to get hit, get sacked. Not but, just the Bengals. He's going to do that. He's going to hold on to the ball forever to make a play. But you don't. It's it's not going to make a difference in your no, mind. He's, tough. he's one of the toughest quarterbacks in football. Right. <laughs> he doesn't even like show injury when he gets hit. He shakes it off immediately. And he he's, doesn't make those mistakes when pressured. He's Joe Cool. He's Joe Shiesty. He's he's potentially after a win in this Arrowhead Stadium, which by the way. Let's get into this now before we move on okay. to the Niners Eagles. A lot of trash talk going back and forth between the two teams. The Bengals calling Arrowhead Stadium Burrowhead. Seen that? I like that, but maybe wait until after the fourth straight win to start doing things. I like don't that. know. I don't. Do you really have to wait? You've well, done a lot. Michael Jordan always says it takes a lot to talk crap when you're from behind or talk crap before the game. It's the jerks that talk crap when they're up by like 15 points. Like that's the easy part. So I get it. You're gonna start talking smack before the game. But I think the most egregious thing said, and again, all this stuff is blown out of proportion, but linebacker Willie Gay for the Chiefs saying that there was nothing special about the Bengals' offense. You don't want – Come on, dude. I kind of get what he's saying. I think in his mind he's saying, like, what they do scheme-wise is not reinventing the wheel. It's not how the Chiefs operate where it's it's you're always guessing. It's just something that is not, you know – You just got great players. It's not crazy new. Yeah, you got great players. But it comes off in a very bad way, and – when you have the quote sitting out there of there's nothing special about the Bengals offense, you're opening yourself up for a really rough day. And by the way, the position he plays inside linebacker, we saw Tremaine Edmonds, who if you listen to our first episode, we kind of won as a stealer. Bengals picked him apart in the middle of that field. So uh, Willie Gay at inside linebacker might be uh, making his day a little bit tougher by adding that bulletin board. Right, there might be a little target Towards him now, yeah, with Mixon maybe out of the backfield or something like that. So Boyd coming across the middle, finding himself on that mismatch. It's again, I understand what he's saying, but you also have to understand if you're a player like that, it's that's going to be taken out of context. Anytime you say something like that, you're like Trevor Lawrence. You're gonna light a fire. It's like Trevor Lawrence last week saying, you know, I can't imagine it's going to be as loud an arrowhead as it was in Jacksonville this week. Our fans did great. He's trying to compliment his fans, but all the Chiefs fans here is disrespect towards them. Right. So, same thing here with Willie Gay. He's really just answering a question saying, oh, scheme-wise, you know, they're not that special. They don't do anything, you know, crazy that makes you scratch your head. But it comes off as, yeah, Chase, Burrow, Higgins, Mixon, Boyd. Right. Nothing special. Uh, Nothing special about that group. That is just incorrect. 
This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com or download the app today. I think the two best teams remaining, though, are on the NFC side of things. Yeah, and I the agree. Niners and the Eagles. That doesn't necessarily mean that I don't think that I think one of those two like that's de facto Super Bowl winner of that game wins. But the you Super Bowl. put, if I'm not wrong, you put the Bengals at your number one I spot. I did put them your at my number one spot. Okay. But I just think that the Niners all year long have been that most complete team, and the only team that really rivals them in that aspect is the Eagles. I mean, these are just two master classes in how to build a roster, and the biggest differences in this game is one, they're at the link. And that's an incredibly yeah. tough place to play. Oh, yeah. Especially for a West Coast team that has to travel all the way across the country this week. And number two, I know he's the rookie of the year probably and everybody's darling, but the Eagles are so far superior at the quarterback position. Oh, it's yeah. not even close. You talk about biggest mismatch. This yes. might be the biggest the mismatch. Quarterbacks are just not on the same level whatsoever in this game. And that doesn't mean that Purdy can't win. Right. And that doesn't mean that the Niners offense can't do things around Purdy to help him win that game. But you get to this time of year, and we've you said it all along with Purdy, right. the quarterback's got to make a play. And he was going to be faced with that in the divisional round, but it's just that the Dallas quarterback decided to not make plays constantly, right. and that's why Purdy wasn't really pressed to making it. He had that one big drive that they needed to get that touchdown. They're going to need him to make a play or two in this game. Just like the Eagles are going to need Hurts to make a play or two, I pretty much know Hurts is going to make a play or two. Oh I'm yeah, not sure about for Purdy, sure though. For sure, I mean, Purdy we saw even last week against Dallas, not really take control of the game. Nope, and that we saw that pass rush really affect him a lot. Sure, and it gets a lot harder this week. Oh yeah, well it, it's night and day. I mean, the not to say that the, no, the Cowboys are really good at rushing the right. passer, but it right. is night and day because the Eagles are historically exactly. good at it. You saw where I was going. I was not trying to disparage. No, that's the a good Cowboys, pass rush team they face. But it, the Eagles are the best in the league and are up there in the discussion of one of the single season best all or times. single best seasons of all time. Yeah, as a team. So I, I really think. That defensive pressure from the front of Philadelphia, coupled with the environment that they're playing in, is going to make it for a long day for Brock Purdy. And you can scheme up IU yeah, wide open all you because want, but do I don't you... know if he's going to get the time to have a scheme right. like that work. Where do you put San Fran's chances? Because I, I have a feeling I know where you're, what you're going to say. If it's Jimmy Garoppolo playing, 
I'm still gonna go Eagles. Still this going game. Eagles. Still You're agreeing Eagles. with me? Yep, still going yeah. Eagles. I, that pass rush is just too much to deal with. Right. But at the same time. Like you have a really good offensive line if you're San Francisco, and you have an. Ace, you got the best lineman, singular so, guy. I saw a supercut on Twitter from the Cowboys Niners game last weekend of Williams just dominating Micah oh, Parsons. Doesn't every surprise time he me. Has a chance. So, yeah. you do have that going for you, which is nice. But nice. Offensive lines can only do so much. That defensive pressure is going to get through eventually, and. I just think that it's going to be too much for Purdy to handle. The pump, the carriage is going to turn into a pumpkin eventually, and I feel like there's no better a place for that to happen than in Philadelphia this weekend. Philly, I'm leaning yeah. heavily towards the Eagles in this one. I don't know if I'm leaning heavily, but I'm leaning Eagles, which is a shame because I think I've been leaning Niners all year long. But when it comes down to it, you get to this point of the season. Just seeing how good Philly looked last <laughs> week, too. Like, right. Something you did not expect. I didn't expect it, and that was kind of the only thing I had. Because like, on the road in Philadelphia with Purdy at quarterback, like the only reason I thought the Niners, you know, had somewhat of a chance before they still have a chance, but I felt good about them before was because the Eagles, in my mind, weren't playing amazing down the stretch, and sure. Hertz was coming off of an injury. But they've squashed every doubt that I've had about right. that. So now it's like, man. I don't really see how this Niners team, as good as they are, can go to the East Coast, play Philly, a crowd, a game away from a Super Bowl in Philadelphia. I mean, it's grease up those poles. Remember when they did that for the World Series? Right. Uh, the or for the, oh, when this past year when the yeah, Phillies, the made Phillies it. Yeah. were there, they greased up all the street poles because people would be climbing, climbing them. them. Yeah. That's going to have to happen again in this one. Like, it's a. Tough. It's as tough of an environment you can go into. And think too, a couple of years ago when Philly was in this position, hosting the number one overall seat in that conference, hosting the NFC Championship game, the other team they were facing was Minnesota, who just came off one of the most crazy finishes to a game ever, the Minneapolis Miracle with mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stephon Diggs as the receiver. And that quarterback matchup, do you remember what it was? No, refresh my Oh, wait, it was, it was Case Keenum versus... Um, Nick Foles. Nick Foles. Wow, that's right. And it was, are the Eagles still going to be real with Nick Foles? And they blew up on Minnesota. Just I think the final score of that game them. was like 30-7. to seven. I mean, just roped them right. in that game. And that was bef- the week prior, if you remember. They almost lost to the Falcons and Julio Jones. Right. They had Oh, right. It was that, that fourth down zone, stop the they had. The defending NFC yeah, champion right. Falcons. People, people forget. This is such a, a tangent aside. But okay. People forget that with the Falcons in that 28-3 debacle, like, people like to revise history and just say, oh, after that, they were never the same and they sucked. They were really good the year after that. This yeah, they, to they got the to the second in round. The they got yeah, to the second right. so, round. I mean, that game was obviously in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. So they, they had to a win a game, game to get game, there. Though, to get there. Like, they, it was not just Matt Ryan and everybody fell off a cliff after that 28-3. They were still a very good team the next year. Maybe after that. Then year. they fell off yeah, a cliff right. after okay. Julio should have, by the way, caught that ball against right. the Eagles once he did and the, Eagle, the Falcons were done. <laughs> but no, um, I could see a game like that potentially playing out but i i do think it's going to be close i'd I mean, like I it for just, i think these are as you said they're just such to start this discussion well-rounded the, the teams. top two teams in football this year like fred warner's going to have a say about this game that defense is going to have a say about this game if you're right. san francisco so i don't 
I don't think it's going to be quite like Case Keenum and the Minnesota Vikings coming into the link and just getting stepped on. But if the Eagles win by 10, would you be surprised? No. I think the only result that would really surprise me is a Niners blowout. If a Niners win by 10. If it's a close win by, by San Fran, fine. Well earned. If it's a close win or a blowout by Philly, can't say I'd be that surprised. But a blowout by San Francisco... On the road that would against be the most yeah right outcome. right all right of all of it of all the games blowout in Cincinnati Kansas City either way because I, I yeah because those offenses are capable of going off any day of the week and like you said the Kansas City defense doesn't scare you and to be honest the Cincinnati defense doesn't really scare you that much either mm. they're they're like a middle of the pack ish top ten mm. in some areas. I think you're doing exactly what everybody does right now, and you're underrating. I think they're so underrated, and I think it's— But Mahomes, I think I'm just giving more credit to Mahomes and saying this guy can torch anybody. At full strength. True. It's so tough to get a read on what he's going to be like. You're not going to know until you see that first series. Right, 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 right. There's just no possible way— you don't even know that, Tom. Maybe he comes out and he's like, okay, I've, I've rested as much as I possibly can all week long. Comes out pretty sharp, pretty loose. And then as the game progresses, he's leaning on it more. Maybe it gets worse as the game goes on. So I don't know. I don't. I don't. I I kind of disagree with you. Okay. You won't know until the very beginning of that game. What Super Bowl are you leaning towards more? Which one do you want to see? Of all possibilities, mm-hmm. that's tough. I think because they're all they're all great yeah, teams. I don't think we're gonna get a bad game either way. Exactly. I think I want Eagles Bengals though. I kind of want. Pur- I I kind of want Purdy out of there. I kind of agree with you. I, I I was gonna lean that way as well. And then Eagles Chiefs is fine too if we get it that way. But any I, I any want matchup Eagles. is fine. I kind of want Eagles though. Yeah, Just because Purdy you don't will want be Purdy, a fun story, yeah. but I think we have a risk of getting because the if, Super Bowl if, and Purdy if, throwing like five interceptions and being like, great, now the Super Bowl sucks. Right, because exactly. And and if the the or sorry, if the nine, wow, if the Niners get there and. The Chiefs or Bengals beat them in the Super Bowl. It's well, they were playing against Brock yeah, Purdy. Oh, that's exactly what happened. Burrow is Burrow really that good? It was Brock Purdy that he had to beat right. in the Super Bowl. Uh, the Steelers could potentially have one of their records tied. Uh, this is the second year in a row we're staring at this possibility at conference championship weekend. Do you know which uh, record I'm referring to? I have no There's idea. No way. You you will never know what it is. Okay, go so for it. Stupid for me to even ask you that. Hit me. Teams that have met the most in the Super Bowl against each other. The Steelers and the Cowboys have done it the most. Right, three, three times. times. Bengals and the Niners, Niners have are done it second. Twice. Well, they're tied for second because they've done it twice. Right. The Dolphins and the Washington right. franchise have okay. done it twice. The Cowboys and the Bills have done it twice. Right, when the Bills went back-to-back. And the Patriots have done it twice with two teams. The, the Eagles. Okay, the, the Eagles and the Giants, all right? Yes, yeah, so they're tied right now with those group, of, and the only team to meet three times are the Steelers and the Cowboys. If the Niners and Bengals meet, though, that'll become their third meeting in the Super Bowl, and it would tie the most meetings between franchises in the Super Bowl. It's just it's a so weird... off the radar. Yeah, right. Because everybody knows Steelers-Cowboys. Right. No one really knows about that Bengals-Niners one that's been nipping at their heels the past two years aggressively. So the Eagles have only played... Because they played it in Super Bowl twenty against uh, who they lose the Raiders, to? the Raiders, correct? Mm-hmm. So it's the Raiders, the, the Patriots, Patriots and then if they get there, either the Bengals or the Chiefs. Bengals Niners would be cool just to see that you know rivalry. That doesn't really do it for me. Out. Though. 
No, that that historic kind if, of rivalry matchup. No, if the Niners get there and they beat Philadelphia, I'd say okay, they deserve to be there. But again, if they get there and they lose, everyone's gonna, you know everyone's going to say, well, no, Burrow only beat or Holmes only beat. They got right. a sacrificial lamb. Uh, by the way, if the Niners get there and the Chiefs get there, guess what that means? If the Niners another, get there, wait, 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 if the Niners get there. And the Chiefs get and that's a Super Bowl rematch. Add another team to the teams that have there met twice. There you go. Niners yeah, how about and the that? Chiefs. They met just three or four years. Well, how ago. about this too? If the Bengals get there, and the Niners get there, I don't know what what the record is for this, but teams entering the Super Bowl with double digit win streaks. Yeah, something's got to give, right? Who's gonna? Go? Granted, you don't know if that really stands for Cincinnati. I mean, yeah, they beat the Bills. In the playoffs, but you don't know, you don't if know that, what would have happened in that right. game. Although we can say they would have won since Surprise, it was at yeah. home and they went on the road and beat the Bills. All right, it's time for a triple play, but it's different this week. Right, I have I have it. an idea of how you want to do this. I don't know if you've thought oh, of something. Do you have an idea of what I, I want to do with this? Because I already know what we're doing. Okay, what? Well, first let's, let's go over how we games. did last week. You went two and one. I went one and two. Now I'm thirty twenty six and one. You're twenty five thirty one and one. So I'm not gonna catch you. Well. Oh, we're going to put some weight that. onto this. We can only pick two games. Right. You won last week, so you get to pick first. Each game is worth three points. Oh. That's so how I'm we keep only the picking one That's game. how we keep the triple in the triple play, even though there's only... No, we pick both games, but you get the first pick, so you can pick whatever game you want, whatever side you want. I have to take the opposite, and then, and I, then I pick I... the next one. So and then get... I take the last one. Yep, whatever team's left, so... Okay. From your big win last week, you get this the floor. This is kind of heavy. So you have to pick which team. You, what so is your I'm most glad, confident bet? So this okay, week? so that was going to be my idea too. Is that we went like we went snake draft style here? No, there's only two games, so there's no snake. Right. It's just you pick first. Then well, I, I meant like second. me to you to you to me. There's no you to me on the second end of that because it's just you to me. Oh, okay. Because you're just going to pick. Yes. Okay. All right. So we have to make sure we're looking at the same lines. I'm looking at Philly yes. minus two and a half. And Kansas City, City minus, minus one. one. Yep. All right. I think what I'm going to go with. like an Indiana Jones from the guy in the Holy Grail place. Choose wisely. Right. I think I'm going to go with Philly minus two and a half. That's the best one on the board. I agree with that. And I'm not happy being stuck with San Fran to mine a plus two and a half. But I'll take it begrudgingly. It could be a close game. It could be a close game. But Philly minus two and a half was, I think, the one that I would bet on. Have no idea what to do with this next game. No. I'm going to take Bengals plus one, though, just because I, I like think the it. Bengals are going to win the game. I like it. So I'll take the Bengals plus one. Both those games worth three points. So hopefully you close some ground before the Super Bowl. Maybe we'll make that worth like nine points or something. Crazy. Okay. Like that. So you've got the Eagles minus two and a half, and by default the Chiefs plus one, and I by default have the Niners plus two and a half, and I chose the Bengals plus one. Enjoy conference championship weekend, folks. If you missed any of our show today, don't worry. All of the shows we do here uh, on the Steelers family of podcasts, like um, the Blitz with Wes and Moats, the Drive, Drive with Dale and Matt, the Steelers Standard. Hey, that's us with myself and Jacob. All those shows available for download on the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. We will be back next week recapping what went down in the Final Four, and starting to preview the Super Bowl. We will know in just 48 hours who will be playing in the Super Bowl this year. Very, very exciting times. A little over 48 hours. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opperman. 
and this is the Steelers standard. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.